0: Listener production.
1: Activate your internet. Because the Hay and Andy podcast starts in three...
2: Two... Sorry, still buffering. One... Ahoy everyone,
0: ahoy to you, Haim. Ahoy boy. Ahoy to you, Jacko. Ahoy. For the second time last of the year, uh, second last time of the year. And ahoy to Angus in Arizona.
2: Ahoy boys, happy birthday, Andy. And make sure you stay clear of those nasty cancer sticks, mate. Oh, um, I'm currently in Tucson, Arizona, on exchange. Oh. Uh, exam study now on the back burner as the boys and I plan our trip to Phoenix for the Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, we're going for the big rivalry game of college football versus Arizona State. And just before I go, although I usually side with Andy on the Fast and Loose segment, uh, give the people the WhatsApp. Oh, I shouldn't need to be reading through Wiki How on a Tuesday yeah. afternoon yeah. just to do this. He's right. Hamish, please take the reins here, and congratulations again on the superior penis. Thank you
1: very much. We are not... We're absolutely not talking about the SP, nor are we teasing Andy for his IP. We are simply moving on with the SP and the IP firmly decided. However, in the past, it shall not define us. Man is not an island, nor is he defined by the S-ness of his P. (laughs) <laughs> um lot to download, unpack there from, from Angus, yeah. uh, and so I'm just going to let well it go. Well done on the effort, too. He, there is a young man studying abroad, mm. got a big game coming up on the weekend, and
0: still had five hours to figure out how to upload a music Thank file. The amount of procrastination we did at university or college, <laughs> there was easily five hours in the day to do something like that. Um, Haim, I've got to start with something quite serious. Well, we're known for our... It's a serious show. And...
1: What are we analyzing We, we need
0: week? to. I need to walk through a bit of history, so you've got to bear with me, mm-hmm. right? You and I, well, you bought out of our shared account Bitcoin. Yes, I did. Many moons ago. How many years now, do you reckon? Uh, good. Seven? Yep. Now,
1: I'm known as the forward-thinking, patient, <laughs> strategic <laughs> investor sure. as the group. Andy, sure. more of a, uh, oh, I heard, um, I heard... NAB's got a 1.9% <laughs> bond, boring old bond account. That'd be a nice, boring way to make money. Yep. Sure. Put a bit of cash in that. No so, worries, okay. mate. If that'll make you happy. I, on the other hand, will take a small amount of money yeah. and invest it in our future in an exciting technology. Yep. How, at $900. How did, how, did, how
0: did that pan out for us?
1: They immediately lost sixty uh, percent of their value. Yep. They dropped to about two hundred fifty dollars. Yep. They then skyrocketed. Yep. To somewhere in the region of twenty five thousand US. How did it turn out for us specifically? Well, unfortunately, we got Jez, uh, our web geezer, hmm. to purchase the bitcoins on our behalf. So our initial eighteen hundred dollar outlay did turn into fifty thousand dollars of pap- yep. and paper money or digital money. Yep. But Jez. Uh, Gifted mm. the passwords to the universe because Jez is a generous, <laughs> he's a beautiful soul. He Jez, lost the passwords. Well, that's one we, way of looking at it. He's, Jez is a really beautiful soul and he does not like hogging things. So I, he gave that to the universe. I've got a lot of it And to it's out through, there so we, somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to All right, add. he lost them. He, he lost, them. Technically, he lost
0: technically, them. technically, to the letter of law, he lost them, but it's okay. You know, yes. we forgive him. It's around 12 grand at the moment or something. So uh, 24 grand remains lost. Until up. we printed our own
1: Bitcoin, yeah. really, our own Hamish andy coin, which is equal to one coin. Yeah. We now sit on a pile of yes. millions.
0: Yep. Um If you can find someone to buy it for that price. Oh, yes, of yes. course. We're not buying it from you, yeah. but that's the value we give it. Um, Jack was
1: helping me with Bitcoin back in the day. Yes, Jack yeah. has purchased many Bitcoins, yeah. unfortunately earning himself the name, nickname the Bitcoin Weasel.
0: Yes, and because to, <laughs> to run, people, run people through that, I've got a little bit here. The day we discovered that... We had lost our two bitcoins. Yes. But Jack had gone and had bought seven. <laughs> and he was pretending to be sad for us that we'd lost fifty thousand dollars. But he was sitting over there completely out of touch with a common man yeah, on a rich pile. Sitting on the basically,
1: <laughs> yeah. we were like Fiji <laughs> trying to find some money to buy a tank and Jack
0: was the US Defence Force. Yeah, exactly. This was the day we discovered that. Yeah.
1: Cackling Jack. Just quietly stroking his weasel chin yeah. was, <laughs> Jack, was Jack, Jack Post thumbing his weasel coins going, I wonder if I could spend 2000 weasel
0: dollars and get seven bitcoins <laughs> on me. the current market worth $24,718. Oh, I, oh, no. I, I, I know. You're no. checking
1: it every day, Jack. You're like,
0: and you keep telling us and we're like, yeah, I know, mate, it's tougher. where all ours are trapped, and you're like, yeah, it's bad. It's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you laughing oh, like the weasel you are. You
1: pretended to be in prison with us, you're the bloody warden. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that's where that's at. Now would it be fair to say out of the group, yeah. Jack has been the Bitcoin master. Crypto has been kind to Jack. Mm. I, that's Would that be fair to say, Jack?
2: Well, I mean, I didn't cash out at that high point. That was probably around about the highest it got. Did
1: because, anyone tell you to cash
2: out? Um, no, but, oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, you did a few times. <laughs> yeah. But you did on the way up as well. So Even
1: though I'd been nipped on the ankle by the weasel, <laughs> okay. I still was kind enough to, <laughs> yeah. to offer him advice on okay. where to build the best burrow. I'll keep going because yeah. there's plenty to get through. <laughs> So, yeah, at the moment all we've done is just take a trip down uh, a, a, an alleyway filled it's with important. agony <laughs> agony, and
0: friends becoming overlords. So, because Jack is the Bitcoin weasel but also mm-hmm. the king of Bitcoin, according to us, I got him to help purchase one for me. Yep. And I had that uh, and, a, and a bit of a portion left over on that Yeah, and Jack had it with his coins, right? Yep. Is this the one you got for
1: Rudy? Yeah. yeah. When my got daughter was born, Andy very generously bequeathed her mm. a,
0: a BC. And I got a good bounce at the time. I thought it was going to be more, but it dipped the day that Jack purchased it. So I had 0.2 left over of a Bitcoin. Right. 0.2 right. exactly? Or yeah. was it was like quite a specific... Yeah, 0.189 or something. Yeah, right, so, gotcha. So it had taken me a while to get to, onto Jack and say, hey, mate, flick that across to me. I'm going to cash you out now. It's at 12 grand or something, yep. and I'll take my two and a half grand or whatever it is. Of course you will. Get an email from Jack uh, on Sunday, 6pm. Hi, man. So I've walked us into some interestingly familiar territory, <laughs> but it's a territory we hope to never walk in again. In short, I currently do not have access to your or my Bitcoin <laughs> It's
3: all just a little bit of history. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What's happened, Jack? I will be unable to transfer you to the Bitcoin.
4: <laughs> Let me it read this. It is these. getting to
2: the point now where
1: we will be able to say to this team, put your hand up if you haven't lost us
0: Bitcoin and no one will be able to raise their hand. <laughs> he goes on to write, on Friday, I emailed... <laughs> when you emailed... I dug out a thing called a Trezor wallet, which is essentially a USB for a wallet. It's meant to be more secure and nobody can hack it. you talk
1: about this all the time. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You access it with with a pin. And if you forget your pin too many times, you get a backup recovery phrase, 24 words that you use to restore your wallet. I put the pin in incorrectly. Then I couldn't find my phrase. He found it. He put in his secondary phrase. Long story short. They're all trapped. He couldn't get in. It's locked you out.
2: Well, I have the, this is the funny thing. I have the recovery phrase that I'm meant to use for this USB wallet, which is meant to be more secure And it's take, offline. You take your bitcoins offline, no one can hack into them. At this stage, not even me. <laughs> <It's so laughs> because <secure. laughs> I've got the I got twenty four words which I thought would restore the wallet, and I type them in and I've done it, it. I've done it a thousand times and you it's would've. not restoring.
0: So Jack went on a goose chase, a wild hunt to find
2: the phrase. Where was it hidden? The the phrase I'd hidden in my and when I found it, it's not there anymore. So it doesn't matter. Um, well, now we know where to not look. It was is where my dress shoes are. So in the shoe box where my dress shoes are, and when I saw it there, I was like, yes, now I remember I did hide it here. <laughs> so then, it took me hours to find that, and then I was so relieved because I I thought, well, now I've saved my Bitcoin and Andy's Bitcoin. But that doesn't work, and I can't think of why I would ever make a secondary phrase. Maybe I, I restored it once before, but I can't remember doing it and made a secondary f- phrase of 24 words. We're
1: not smart enough to have bitcoins, no, are we? No, as a we're team, not we're a not reason. clever enough to have it bitcoins. should be responsible. Jez had the phrase a as well. Um, yeah.
0: He hit it so successfully, it's now gone. Well, for people who don't remember that bit, again, down memory lane, and I want to know, with Jack, do we go down this path? So but we bought we bought in a hypnotist and a, and a psychic to hypnotise Jez and try and get it out of him. This is what Jez came up with back in the day.
2: Capital P, I Capital saw. Capital P. P. Capital <laughs> P. <laughs> uh, one, two, three, four, so. one, one, 2, something. One, three, two, three,
1: four. four. Don't tell me it's password. One, two, three, four. I know it's probably what
0: it is. He's probably written password. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: exclamation
2: mark! Oh, password one two three four exclamation. Capital B I T. Capital B-I-T. B-I-T. Coin. You know the word password was not it?
4: Not crazy to think
0: you, the password he's written is Bitcoin password. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what made him think of that? He's cryptic. <laughs> I don't personally think we go
1: down that path again. We tried for it people didn't that didn't, didn't listen to the radio show that year. Mm. Every single was it Monday or Tuesday? Yep. People would call up and <laughs> try the password <laughs> yeah. on air. The deal was we'd split the coins 50 Yep. I, um, I reckon we. What do we do? We would have done a hundred attempts. Yep. With mm. every permutation of capitals, lower cases.
0: So here's where we're at. Here's what I wanted to bring to the group, and I told Jack not to mention it to you, Ham, because I wanted us to, to work through this together. Does Jack, he have, yeah. Jack has said he will transfer me the money because right. he's lost it. Yeah. And I said I don't want that. I want the Bitcoin. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but what I would like to propose, Jack... Is instead of the transfer, and I know he's on number one breakfast show in the in in, in Melbourne so. kind of money these days. So yep. he could he could do it. Re- but release the sounds during the summer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's bad. <laughs> um, what I'd like, Jack, in in exchange, mm-hmm. is one big ask. Okay, at some point next year. Oh, a blank check ask. No, not money based. No, but favour Jack, base. Jack a base, like a wild card. Like you
2: get, to, you get to, when you think of it, ask for any favour and I can't say no. Yep. Give me a big ask. And I can't say no. No. Shark, I would be very careful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how about if you're
0: worried about this, how about Haim as a mediator, you can see if the ask is fair.
1: What about this? You have all summer to, to find the Bitcoin. But if you come back episode one of next year and you haven't found it, Mm. if you haven't found Annie's point one eight nine, the big ask is in play, and I will mediate it.
2: That is sadly only fair.
0: (laughs) 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 Hey. News of new Apple varieties oh, this is so exciting. <laughs> has just hit the world about two weeks old, and we, we, knew, we know one guy that we have to speak to about this. We don't get to break Apple news <laughs> very
1: often this show. The last time we had our mate Brian on who is known in... Well, not just in fruit circles, Ando, yeah. in world circles as the, apple as the Appleist. Mm. Uh, he's an Apple expert. Yeah. He got into the game himself. Yes. He doesn't come from <laughs> – I don't believe he comes from no. an Apple family no. or a fresh produce background. No. He started not as – Not a f-
0: farmer amongst his family members.
1: <laughs> started as a fan of the fruit. Yep. And he is now an expert of mm. it. Yep. Uh I guess like someone going to a basketball game and getting
0: called onto the court and now they're dunking and scoring 50 points a match. And you would think Apple companies would invent this position yeah. to try and drum up a bit of excitement. He's not funded by He's any not funded big by Apple <laughs> company, <laughs> yeah. be it Apple or someone else. But he joins us now. Brian
3: Frange, thank you very much for coming back on the show hello everybody uh, it's good to be back I hope since I have left everyone's taken their red delicious apples and thrown them in a dumpster and <laughs> set it on fire the worst <laughs> apple in America I, I can't believe my influence doesn't stretch that far because the red delicious apple is still the most popular apple in Australia it what's re- going on it yeah. remains on
1: sale yeah. uh, I, I, t- <laughs> tough to light an apple on fire <laughs> I don't know. Now, just just following through on the visual Um Brian, it's true, isn't it? You don't take any money from Big Fruit. <laughs> oh, no. I,
3: I, I refuse to uh, sully my good name by taking Big Fruit super pack money. I do not take any money at all. All my opinions are my own. Yep. However, that being said, I have visited orchards yep. that yes. are run by certain companies, and I have sampled the forbidden fruits that are not out yet that, that I can talk about but that's, really? that does not mean I'm accepting uh, I'm not lining my pocket yeah. with Apple money <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: you are simply there as an independent fruit observer. Of course, yeah. you've got to taste the produce. <laughs> I mean, Brian, the the last time we had you on the show... Um, 2017. 2017. It's been, it's been a couple of years. We've missed you. We like... Just to give people a taste if they're not familiar with your work, we've lined up a bunch of people that we just grabbed uh, that have written into the show that are on our very important podcast list mm. uh, to throw a few apple species at you, yep. a varieties at you, to see to get your feedback because our favourite... Our favourite aspect of your profession is that you're able to expertly and immediately assess uh, an apple variety.
0: But before we get into that, uh, Fringe, I just wanted to, I mean, we should remind people, and this was quite, quite incredible, but when you talked about the Sweet Tango, which was your favourite back in the day, we yeah. had didn't know about that particular apple here in Australia. Is it still your favourite?
3: It is still my favorite. It is still the number one Apple. It's been a number one Apple for three years running. Yep, wow. However, there has been so many hot, fresh, up-and-coming Apples okay. that I would say the sweet Tango is at risk of being dethroned any year now.
1: Who okay. would you say are the three uh, top suitors for the crown?
3: Um, absolutely. There, there's a new Apple coming to town that people feel like might be the next big thing in Applelandia. And yep. that is... The Cosmic Crisp, oh. which has such a wonderful name. Yes. I mean, who? Who? this is the, the most incredible name. It's better than the Sweet Tango, which, by the way, not the best name. If you look at the name Sweet Tango, it's got one T. Yeah. So it, really the first part is Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, it's either Sweet Ango or Sweet, sweet. Tango. Yes, that's, exactly. that's confusing. So, there's a new apple coming out called the Cosmic Crisp crisp. Two C's in the be middle. It's available in Australia. Mm. Uh, but it is it is currently grown only in central Washington. In, and it's coming out on December 1st. Have you um, tasted it? I've tasted it. <laughs> I went to the orchard last year before it was even out. And I walked up to a tree that was filled with cosmic crisps, these dark apples with starlight uh, little dots on them. That's why it's called the cosmic crisp. And I plucked it from the tree and I took out a bite. And it, it wasn't very good. But that's because it wasn't ready yet. It, it was, uh, right.
0: it, it, it was it, still being. It,
3: uh, <laughs> yeah. Whoa, that really was a, a fruit Andy climax. I was
1: getting ready for just an avalanche of adjectives, but instead it was just a time sample. Have you <laughs> have you sampled
3: it? Andy, they're going to make two million boxes of this stuff in 2020. They're going to go all over the world. You're going to get your hands on a Cosmic Crisp. I have a feeling it's part honey crisp part enterprise apple. No one's ever eaten Enterprise in their entire lives. I'm, I'm unsure that they exist. But everybody knows the Honey Honeycrisp, a.k.a., as the growers call it, the Moneycrisp. <laughs> 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 you, you stuck okay. that off.
0: You got, a, you got a real, you got a cash crop. Well, we want to see whether your tastes have changed. Tastes do evolve. Yep. Um, and uh, a couple mm-hmm. of our very important podcasters are joining us now. George, ahoy to you, mate. Ahoy. George, uh, want to run an apple past Franj?
2: uh the royal gala
3: okay you gotta be really careful with gala apples because there's a lot of them and the royal gala if you're talking about the royal gala that's primarily grown in new zealand that is the top 11th apple in all of apples it's a delicious apple it's yeah the royal gala is is number 11 it's it's a serviceable apple it's currently the number one most in-demand apple in america it's a New Zealand workhorse. It's a fine lunch <laughs> apple and very consistent. And when it's in your lunch bag, you can rest assured your fruit serving of the day will be enjoyable. <laughs> However, <laughs> there, are other types of, there are other types of galas that people aren't aware of. You might buy a gala from the store thinking it's a delicious, serviceable royal gala, mm. when in fact, it's a different variety of gala. The Rainier Gala, one of the worst gala apples, one of the worst apples in all of apples. It's like eating uh Clorox wet naps uh, without dying basically <laughs> oh, okay. it's it's a horrible it's got it's got the acidic kick of expired medicine and like the, it's got a filmy texture uh, it's it's a mediocre apple mm. from a from a fruit company that's wildly inconsistent and if you <laughs> if, if you go with a gala Go with the New Zealand-Australian Royal Gala, not these other gala pretenders. Okay, that's what we've been good, saying for good. a long that's time. I'm to say George.
0: <laughs> okay, George. <laughs> that's good feedback, George.
3: that, George. <laughs> okay.
0: George, Beautiful. you definitely got more than you bargained for. <laughs> uh, Arista uh, joins. Ahoy, Arista. Ahoy. Uh, you're on the line with Brian, the Appleist. Uh, is there an Apple you wanted to inquire about?
3: Yes, so when I was um, traveling in Costa Rica, I actually tried the water apple, and I just wanted the expert's thoughts on that. Mm. Okay, the, the water apple, I have never actually tried. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I will say this, though. There's a reason why I have not tried the water apple, All right. and that's because the water apple is not an apple. It's a tropical fruit. And so I, it's not part of my purview. And I, I, I don't know if I, I stated this, Hamish Dandy, but we both agreed that I would only be reviewing Apple. I'm an <laughs> Apple purist. And to yeah. have someone come on and throw an exotic wow. tropical fruit my way is goes. A, a crisis of conscience for me. I can't possibly speak <laughs> yeah. to
0: this thing. Okay, yeah, no, we take that on board. Arista, Arista. what are you doing <laughs> to us here? You are trying to get him with a trick apple. <laughs> Thank you, Arista. Yeah. <laughs> um, one final one. Daniel. Daniel, ahoy to you. Ahoy, boys. Uh, Brian Frang is waiting by the apples. Did you have an apple you wanted to
3: inquire about? Yeah, Pink Lady. Oh, oh, hmm. uh, I'm kind of sad that people haven't uh, come out with apples that are terrible because it's more fun yep. to uh, make fun of apples than to yep. sing apples' praises. But hmm. the Pink Lady apple is the eighth best apple on my list. Hmm. It is a sweet and tart. It's a headliner apple. Well, it's Australian,
0: Australian. I think it's an Australian variety. It was invented in Australia. Invented it? Later. Yeah, for one of um, you pink.
3: are absolutely I right. right
0: there? I, I, alongside, and I'm wary of putting this one in your it, out there because I don't like it particularly. But the Granny Smiths also an Australian one.
3: Absolutely terrible. Granny Smith is the 16th worst apple on oh. the <laughs> apple list. Yeah. It is. Uh, it's the only apple that makes a red delicious look appetizing. I'd say it's an Illuminati-backed crapple, and it's a piece of garbage, And it's, but it's a good cooking apple. It's cooking apple.
1: <laughs> okay. still so nice you can find a positive in the in the Um yeah. Brian, sometimes you say something's the eighth best or 16th worst. What's the total number? <laughs> Where's the crossover point where something stops being in the best and becomes yeah. the worst? Uh, 58. <laughs> 58. So does that mean there's 116 apples in the group?
3: Guys, there are thousands of apple varieties out there, and I'm only beginning to scratch the surface of my reviews. I'll be doing this until the day I die. Mm. So far, I have only reviewed... I, have only t- I only review apples that I get to eat two of. If there's a random apple that falls from a tree and I get one of them, I don't get to review it. Yep. And then I also re-review apples every couple of years just to make sure. Because, you know, apple varieties, they will, they will wax and wane. And sometimes an apple that was once good now the crop's bad, it's yep. dying out, it's overproduced. Yep. That's like- actually what happened to the Red Delicious. There was a time when Red deliciouses were red and were delicious, mm. and over time they were so mass-produced and wrapped in plastic wrap and shoved into hospital cafeterias <laughs> that it became bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Brian, you're a man that lives by his rules So if you're in the Garden of Eden, Brian And you ate, Eve gave you the apple Before you could say whether or not The forbidden fruit was delicious You would have another to review it you properly You'd have to ask Eve for a second <laughs> You'd have, to, <laughs> I would. I you'd would have to have two
3: apples <laughs> <laughs> Really, I would not let them kick me out Until I had two <laughs> <laughs>
1: Really ticking off God further
3: <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us, Brian People can check it out
0: at com. Appreciate it, bud
3: my pleasure. Can't <laughs> wait for <a> Cosmic Crisp.
1: <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. one of the most common things, people, you know there's like a selection of regular jokes that people do if they see a scenario. Um, like, you know, age before Western. beauty or whatever. Yeah. Just stuff where you're like, don't even it's say. It's actually it. age before beauty, isn't it? <laughs> age before wisdom. What? Pearls before swine or something? No, I think. Or? Yeah, I think age, but, before, age before beauty, yeah. You know what I mean? We've talked about it before on the show, too. Like, if someone sees you with a flower, it's like, oh, you shouldn't have, you know, yes. pretending they're for you. You're like, yep. oh, mate, this like, is, come on, I'm exhausted man. for us. Like, we, this is bad chat. Yeah. This is bad banter. For some reason, another one that comes up all the time is, and this happened to me the other day, signing, you have to sign a form. And someone feels the need to fill the void by going oh, sign your life away. People yeah. say that so <laughs> often. It's like a think everyone says, well, oh, yeah. sign your life away." Maybe there was a time when that was a common trick where yeah. people like back when reading was new. Yes, it was actually a legitimate scam yeah. where people would go and sign this, and someone sign it. They go, like well, sorry, I got your life. Yeah. You didn't actually didn't read it, and that's a new and trick." What does it maybe.
0: mean? Is it like? Yeah, you, were, you, you are now my slave. Is that, is that it? Like I own like, your life I, or, or like, Guess
1: what? I put in clause 21 and I own all your possessions. Right. Uh, I sign my life away. Yeah, well, that's a thing we've all been doing lately. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like in the future, people will read contracts more Probably, and it won't be. yes. And now it just becomes a joke, like a hark back to the times mm. when it was a funny
0: prank should to we, get someone to sign their life away. Should we start an initiative where there's a universal look or something we say, I get our listeners to say to people that use like the, the flower one. Yeah, the flower one. You really shouldn't have. Yeah.
1: I mean, back before everyone was doing um, just pay tab, yeah. you know, uh, do you want it on like credit or spendings? Yeah. You know, instead of savings. Yes, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yeah. we're just got to start a rule that if someone tries something that falls into this category of just bad, just mm. real bad chat, you're allowed to pretend you're asleep for one <laughs> minute.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we are joined now uh, by a man with an extremely special skill, mm-hmm. and a um, young man called Justin. Uh, he believes he can guess the timestamp. In a movie, mm-hmm. where a specific moment happens, the standout moment, maybe the well, moment that happens the, that makes the promo. So, name if, a
0: movie. So, for instance, if it was Braveheart, yeah, and it's the when he yells freedom, yep. he'd if you pressed pause,
1: yeah, what's uh, the time
0: code? He'd be able to go. Oh, it's two hours, eighteen minutes in. Yeah, I think that's a bit deep, to be honest. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's the end of the whole film.
1: <laughs> well, is it where they can take our lives, but they never take our freedom? Or you mean he's right. freedom on the rack? Yeah, freedom on the rack. You reckon it's oh, two eighteen? Let's know. ask him, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> he joins us now. Ahoy, how are you, Justin? How are you, boys? Ahoy, yeah, ahoy, cute. Justin. You reckon Ando's got that with Braveheart, or is it not one you're familiar with?
4: Uh, when I heard Ray Fart, I did crack myself a little bit. I haven't quite seen that movie, but yeah, sure, I'll, I'll be, I'll back him. <laughs>
2: oh, thank you, buddy. I appreciate well, that.
1: Yeah, I've done you a bit of a Sorry. solid here, Justin. I've, I've pre-organized today's competition. Mm-hmm. You sent through a list of about thirty to forty films.
0: Wow. Yep. Which I think is, still I love this. By the way, very impressive. Opposed to like. I know the quotes from all films. I love the idea of the exact time. How, the,
1: how, do, you, do you have a broken DVD player or something that just plays the time code out on the screen or do you pause a lot? Why do you no, know? No, the- just
4: like a... So I think what it's come from is, you know, like back in the day when you're watching something on TV or like you've recorded television and you fast forward through the the commercials. Yep. Yeah. This is like the big boy version of that where it's like... Okay. You want to... You, you know, I can... Pause or stop the fast forward right before the show starts again. This is like yeah, the big boy version. This of is that.
0: chestnut checkers. You can do that, but, but the reason people get good at that is they have to do it all the time for adverts. So yeah, what- but
4: say you wanted to watch a movie, it's like oh, I want to watch the scene in in. Oh, like, let me go to Braveheart And I want to see Just when he says Freedom It's like Yeah it's probably about here And you just skip straight to it And then you go straight to that okay, so That's, that's Justin, a different thing
0: for me though Because Justin, I don't ever sit down And go I just feel
1: like yeah, Watching this you, singular scene You are <laughs> of the next generation You don't have time for movies But you do have time for scenes Do you consume that's a lot right. of Do you sometimes just sit down For a scene only Of a movie
4: Yeah it's like I just well, You know It's like oh, I like the uh, Yeah I guess so yeah it's like I just want to watch this scene I haven't got time For all the dribble, or <laughs> the draws around it <laughs> Going straight to the action scene, mate. It's like if you watched Pearl Harbor, I know it's a fantastic movie. Yeah. No one really watches everything else. They kind of want to see the action near the end. Like yeah. that's what you skip. That's the where the attack
1: is. Of-
0: yeah, that's well, I, yeah. I love this. Yeah, I right. This.
1: I was actually, I've never seen the film. I kind of always thought they would have put it at the start, and it was more about the aftermath, but it's about the lead up, is it? I'm pretty sure it's about the build up. Uh, I
4: think there's like a love story at the start of something. I haven't seen it. I can't tell you. Yeah, right. Gotcha. <laughs> okay.
1: Josh Hartnett, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> um, <laughs> One point to me. Yeah, well, I, <laughs> not, I don't the, know. not the game, but uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe so have me have you... on the show next week, Andy, for Name the heart Rob. <laughs> <laughs> how have you set up the game? I have got here, Justin, I got five. Um, five Five moments that this is; these are movies that I've seen. Mm. So it's it's actually the uh, off your list. So mm. it's me going. This is the most standout moment to me, which I okay. think would accurately represent the man on the street. Yep. Uh, and then I'll get you to name the time code. Is and that... we're going
0: to say within what two two and a half minutes either way, three minutes either side. Yeah. Do we? Do, what do you reckon, What's Justin? The... Plus or minus two minutes, I think is pretty fair.
4: That's 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 very generous of you. Yeah, you go. We can be generous and go three minutes.
0: All right, we'll do it for you. you got a coin in the line. You have to get. What four out of five for a coin I think you're plus get four minus out of five. three minutes? Yep. Okay, go ham. What is it?
1: All right, we uh, let's start with Castaway. Yeah. Um, when Chuck Nolan, of course, played by Tom Hanks, floats away from the island and he's kind of realizing, you know, he's out. He's okay. Past the breakers. <laughs>
3: I think we did it. I think we did it.
0: Justin, at what time? So is this.
4: He, from memory, he floats away twice, doesn't he? Like, he has a failed attempt, and then he then he has, like, the one near the end of the movie when he actually gets away, which have we talked this about? This is here? the near-the-end-of-the-movie one. I will give you that. Okay. All right. This is the second attempt. So it's a fairly long film. Mm. I think it's from memory. it would be over two hours, for short. Sure. And then there's a lot of, like, nonsense after the film as well. I think he, like, delivers a package or something yeah, like that as well. So, like, there's a bit of a buffer there as well. Mm. So it takes maybe like half an hour, maybe like an hour forty-eight. Aim one thirty-six
0: (laughs)
1: thirty-nine. Tell you what,
0: though, Justin, I feel like I could have done what you just did. You just no you, no it, no. It wasn't rain. I thought he was going to go. We say the moment, and he goes bang. One thirty eight. No, okay. no, it's so, a vibe. I, we, oh,
1: it's a vibe. Okay, the vibe skill for sure. Okay, tough one there, um, Justin. Full disclosure, mm. I don't know if that was the first or the second attempt, <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't matter. I had these queued up by
0: someone else. Okay. Well, if he's if he's on a heater,
1: yeah, we'll I will. On that I will already. strike that from the record. But if um. If you turn out to be like Tom Hanks on his first attempt, just <laughs> flailing around in the surf, it won't matter. All right, how about this? This is a clear-cut moment. Are you familiar with the film Get Smart? Ah, uh, yes. When Maxwell Smart, of course, played by Steve Carell, mm-hmm. talks to Agent Thirteen, who's Bill Murray, making an uncredited cameo in the film. He's in the tree. Remember when Bill Murray's in the tree in Get Smart? Yeah. Yeah. When a is that? A bit of a cheery moment. When does that happen? Okay, have a listen.
3: Hi. Hi. Agent 13, you are in a tree. Yeah, communications got knocked out, so they put me in a tree. <laughs> the old school stuff. I'm
4: going to go early. I'm going to go 21 minutes in.
1: 16.35. <laughs> Did we give that?
4: Andy pushed me. He pushed an answer out
1: of me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember doing
0: that.
1: (laughs) We could go to the table. I felt like Um, I was pretty silent. (laughs) We were all quite quiet. Are you? Are you diving? (laughs) <laughs> are you trying to get a free kick?
4: <laughs> I just felt Andy behind me in the queue, just pushing me along. Okay. okay,
0: is supermarket. okay, okay. This time I'll definitely be quiet. I won't even say, have a listen. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> this time. No, you know what? I'm going to give
1: you that one. I didn't I didn't have eyes on Andy, but if you say he pushed you. <laughs> uh,
4: thanks, but I, I, I need a break. I'll
1: take your word for it there, yeah. Justin. So I should have been looking at no, Andy. But are you okay?
4: <laughs> just the heckling's a bit much, but it's fine. So Are you okay to continue? Or
1: you, do you want to dust yourself off after the push? <laughs> yeah,
4: it's okay. Okay, <laughs> okay cool. cool. We'll we'll play on. on. So I'm got... just going <laughs> to apologise
0: profusely for what I did oh, on that last uh, one. It's only, and it's only because you're apologising yeah. I'm not red carding you. Okay, uh, but I, and I, I won't speak from now. <laughs> Please no more pushing. Uh, until the answers happen,
1: okay? <laughs> okay. Um, Pulp Fiction. Um, Uma Thurman's character Mia talking to John Travolta's character Vincent saying that she wants to dance.
0: I do believe Marsalis, my husband, your boss, told you to take me out and do whatever I wanted. Now I want to dance. I want to win. I want that
3: trophy.
2: Let's go. Uh,
4: we let, Let's go 42 minutes.
1: 47. Gee, it's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. I mean... Might overrule that and give it to him, <laughs> Jack.
4: <laughs> yeah, come
1: on <laughs> <laughs> It's so close. because okay. to, to, to Justin's point, if he's just scrolling through the time code to try and find this scene, yeah. you'd know you're close at 42.
0: Yeah, okay. Okay. I know you want to see him a little tighter, Ando. Um, I, and I'm glad I didn't put you off on Thanks. that one after. I, really <laughs> no, changed, I appreciate that. I definitely changed Thanks my attitude. For no pushing. Nice of me to pull my head in um, after the second one. All right,
1: the other guys. Comedy classic, uh, Will Ferrell, um, uh, Mark Warburg. Uh, Officer Gamble, played yeah. by Will Ferrell. Yep, the other um, guys. Uh, the other guys, sorry. Sorry. Uh, uh, he's convinced by his mates in the bullpen at the police station to do a desk pop, which yes. is where you fire your gun at your <laughs> desk in the police station. <laughs> Let's have a listen.
3: Pop it off. Don't think, just don't go. Here we go. Do it, do it. yes. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you did it! <laughs> Shots fired! Hey, Terry, I did, I did my first desk pop. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I know it's early on. I just don't know how early... Um, keep going, buddy You're doing great
4: No pushing Same, no, I, no, I was just encouraging No pushing <laughs> nah, was, well, There was a gentle rub on the back I didn't feel any inertia there It's all good
0: Hey, good <laughs> Lay on
4: <laughs> let's, let's go for 24 minutes 12.22 I'm sorry Just, I'm, That I'm, was um, off Yeah that, that was off awesome.
0: yep. <laughs> Yeah, I've tried As were the, most of the other ones i tried <laughs> I've tried Yeah I've tried
1: Justin <laughs> I've really tried I know I um, would have liked you If you'd had a clean run at it Unfortunately Who'll know if the push Twisted your ankle <laughs> Or You got some dirt in your eye From the push And it put the
0: rest of your game off We'll yeah. never know um, Justin I love the idea of the skill <laughs> Would have loved to have seen it uh, Executed Yeah Um but No, <laughs>
1: unfortunately.
0: <laughs> you're more uh, you're
1: closer to the zones, mm. early, middle or end, yeah. uh, rather than the actual time code. But, um, mate, thanks for joining us. Uh, we'll send just, you a
0: token of no value. Oh, sure. we'll send
1: you a token of no value and a um, and an NDA uh, to release Andy from any legal action because <laughs> of the push. Last thing we need is uh, this late in the year, the podcast being brought down by a lawsuit. So appreciate thanks, your mate. cooperation on that, Justin. See you, bud. Thanks, boys. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs>
0: Hame, uh, obviously, second show, uh, last show of the year. We've got to get to this. Power moves.
1: We've had some amazing ones this year, Ando. Yep. And uh, as we formally go into the hibernation period of the podcast mm. over the summer months, that does not mean that there won't be more power moves out there to be harvested. Yep. At Christmas parties them in. family gatherings mm. over the over the break. Send them in and we will keep... Keep uh, fulfilling the needs of the country and the world with Power Moves next year as the
0: much-anticipated book, book. <laughs> rolls <laughs> rolls rapidly towards us. Uh, from Will. aim um, Power Move. This could be used at Christmas for sure. Uh, when you're at a party slash dinner, mm-hmm. someone brings a bottle of wine, say, oh, yes, I saw that was a special two for $10. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh,
1: very good. Uh, uh, This is from Daniel. Hi, boys. uh, When you're at a friend's house for a barbecue party, Mm -hmm. or I guess simply just a barbecue, and they haven't started cooking the barbecue, can be frustrating, just ask your friend where the barbecue utensils are kept and they'll realise that either, (laughs) A, you're about to take control and cook the barbecue, or they have to start cooking to please you. Either way,
0: you're in control. (laughs) I really like that. Brandon French, he... Has copped one. He's been the victim of one. Yeah, right. For two to three weeks now. It's the following. Every time he mows the yard at home, he has a standard push mower. Yep. His neighbour seems to come out with a ride on the mower. At the same time. <laughs> at the same time. Forrest Gump's him. He's convinced it's just to mock him. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter if the lawn doesn't need it. Once he mowed twice on a Sunday, (laughs) he did it in the morning, and then when he was going, he did it again in the afternoon. When I asked him, why are you mowing a second time for the day, he said, no, I pre-mowed in the morning. (laughs) I don't think it's a serious thing, but he's getting absolutely dominated by the smug 80-year-old next
1: door. (laughs) Uh, And uh, uh, this comes from Dan. Uh, He said, look, anytime someone wants to schedule a call with you, always uh, label it something like 4 p.m. my time. (laughs) Always use my time to assert dominance, even if you're in the same city. Mm -hmm. It shows that you own it and it's all about you and you haven't paid attention to where they're from. (laughs) I'm (laughs) going to use that. Like you picked me up this morning. (laughs) I should have said, yeah, mate, I'll see you at the front of the house, 7 a.m. my My time. time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which
0: is actually seven ten PM seven ten AM. <laughs> um Jonathan Feldman. I'm unsure about this, but I feel it's a bit dangerous. Okay. But uh I have I've fallen for this before back when I was a uh, less cautious driver ham. He said this works best when you're at the first car at a set of lights and there's two lanes. If you see the person in the car next to you looking down at their phone, suddenly move forward. Yeah causing them to think the light has turned green, <laughs> then stop. They'll start to gri- drive and quickly realise it's a red. That's the part that you're hoping that they don't just go into oncoming <laughs> yeah. traffic. At that point, they'll look across at you just simply <laughs> shake your head and point to, and signal a phone being used. It's good. I mean, we've got to get the message out there.
1: Yeah. It is crazy. I, when you drive to work in the morning, there's a bit when we drive in the Moyando where there's like a long row of cars banked up to turn right. And nothing in the middle lane. Yep. We it's absolutely a piece of cake these days to jag in front of people because you drive along there and you look every single person on, on the phone. phone. It's ridiculous. Yep. So I am all for yep. punishing those, <laughs> not with an accident, but yeah. with the thinking they're about to have an accident as a wake-up call. And a pretty, uh, pretty good move. This is from Tilly. She doesn't know if it's an asshole or a legend okay. move. I'll let you be the judge. It's a specific category, but mm-hmm. when we get round to doing the book. This power move is for when you're dining at a restaurant with a group of people and the person you want to pull the move on has ordered a dish that is not spicy or is mildly spicy. (laughs) It's a long chapter heading. Uh, After receiving your meals, uh, usually the waiter will come back to check how everything is going loudly so everyone on the table can hear. Tell your server that your friend with the mildly or not spicy meal is struggling with the level of spice (laughs) in the dish and has asked if they could get some milk or yoghurt. Your friend will try to deny this, but your server will still insist on getting them something. Works best if your friend is trying to impress someone at the same dinner.
3: (laughs) (laughs)
0: Haim, hey, before we go, um, actually, I've got two things quickly. I know we're going to talk about the TV show. Okay. Second ep coming up on Sunday night, 7 p.m., Channel 9. You can watch the first one if you missed it on 9 now. But um, how are you going with the big finish for next yeah, week? Yeah, good.
1: Glad you asked. 50% locked in. Yep. 50% has confer- Actually, well, have asked. I've asked 80% of the acts that I want involved, mm-hmm. 50% of that 80 has confirmed, so it's actually only 40%.
0: Okay, well, this is interesting because these <laughs> the are text shame. messages that I've shared with Mike. Yeah. Sorry, Mike, for <laughs> he did ask me not to say who it was from, but yeah. he said, Hamish has asked me what the big finish is. <laughs> That's old man, I sent him I'm audio around. That's I a text send, prank. I had to send him audio prank of prank. the my, break. He's falling for this big time. I, I sent him audio of the break, so I sent him via WeTransfer. Got him the beauty. It gives you a notification when the other person downloads it. <laughs> <laughs> it is still not being downloaded from him, Mark. This.
1: <laughs> Absolute knock
0: <laughs> that, that was That was Wheeler <laughs> for, Knock was, I just The, the four goes Four days after on. you said Right you, then, then two days later I got Message from Hamish just now. <laughs> hey, mate, the link is expired. Can you please resend <laughs> the big finish mate, again? Of course, uh, okay. The joke's or so on I'm <laughs> him because well, I'm sending I'm send
1: these again. messages. <laughs> I'm sending these messages pretending to want a refresher as to what the big finish is in the middle of being on two, three, four all of the phones, flat screens, <laughs> ten screens, all over that, touch screens, trying to book acts for mm, it. Yeah. So okay. of course, I know what it is, mate. It's going to make RMB right. fryer. Fridays look like an absolute <laughs> rhythm and blues Monday. <laughs> okay, <laughs> no, nah, it's um, going to be big. Um, people, it's going would... qu- to be big, but it won't be more than ten minutes. <laughs> no,
0: no. <laughs> okay, I just to manage expectations. I don't. I don't. I, I put more work into the song reminding you about the big finish than you've put into the big finish. We'll see. Yeah, we we'll will see, see, mate. But it uh, won't be more than ten minutes. I okay? am um, just going to tap it at that. Our show, perfect or holiday. Less. Uh, is out at the moment. If you missed last week, you can catch it on 9 now yep.
3: uh,
0: or channel 9, 7 p.m. on Sunday. Um, we did put up a video during the week which people have asked us about. Yeah. Maybe it, we need to give it more context. You, last week's episode, ate the hottest chili in the world. had never been eaten by a human being. Had a boxing match against it. <laughs> had a boxing match against it. There, this You're we about to hear some behind-the-scenes audio. Where our cameraman, Tim... I wanted this to be in the show so bad. Yes. I was so surprised.
1: Like, when we were editing the show, mm. uh, I mean, I thought this was the best thing that happened on the trip. <laughs> yeah.
0: So you would have heard Tim last week. Yeah. We heard him squealing uh, in the bus, yeah. uh, in a, in a, in a figure-eight bus race. This is Tim somehow,
1: yeah. like... This... The fight is over. I'm sitting on the stool. Because the funny thing about the chili boxing match for those... Sorry, Andy, I thought I was going to be in a boxing match. I just had to fight a Chile. Mm. Good move, Fernando, because I'm in boxing gloves, <clears throat> so I couldn't really help myself during the chili ordeal. Yep. So was reliant on people helping with the milk and the ice cream that I thought would cool my mouth down. I'm guzzling milk on the little stool you get in the, the corner of a boxing ring. So room.
0: this is how it worked. Three rounds, Hamish had to chew for 10 seconds at the start of each round. I mean, One-minute rounds against the hottest chili in the world. Just hang to, in there.
1: Had to taste it every round. But the thing is, the, the, the game's over. I've yep. eaten the three rounds of chili. I've hung in there. We do a little ceremony. And, that's, and it's over for cameras, yep. but the chilli doesn't stop. No, it's, no. Not like, <laughs> okay. the, the, it's not like, oh, all right, that was fun. Let's pack up and um, no. continue about our day. What's next? Like, the story's over, but like the chili's getting
0: worse. So yep. I was sort of sitting in the corner trying to guzzle milk. We were specifically told by everybody, if you're handling the chilli, you must wear gloves. Yeah, you do It was really difficult to even fly it. Somehow, Tim has got chilli in his eye. Yeah. And this is behind-the-scenes audio I just of me- Tim realising this. Yeah, and I mentioned
1: sort of what we're in the middle of because we're kind of, I'm just still guzzling milk, trying to now off-camera yeah. figure out a way to get myself right for the
0: next 24 hours. And I would say, not thinking overly clearly, Haim at one point tries to pour milk on Tim's eyeballs <laughs> to, try, to try and soothe it. You take your chances where you see it. But listen. Are you okay, Timmy? I've got a bit in my eye. How did you
4: get it in your eye, Tim? I don't know, but it's f- <laughs> oh, Tim, how did you get it in your eye? I, think I touched it over there. Why did you touch it? It's in my right eye. Oh,
2: <laughs> no. Okay. no, don't touch me. <laughs> Tim, you need milk. Don't you need milk?
0: It doesn't work. <laughs> I think I touched my yeah. eye when I touched
2: the chili. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh great.
1: I think we can all agree, though. Probably the funniest thing was Tim getting it in his eyes. (laughs) No-one saw that coming. You spend your whole life laughing at us in pain, and then somehow... I
0: guess it was my time.
1: (laughs) Somehow it wafted down range.
0: Yes, after all these years. You can check out the video of that on our Instagram at the moment. We'll put it up at habishady.com as did well. I love that ending with
1: Annie just going, oh, great. This is great. <laughs> and I was like, "I knew you knew that day I'd be screaming in yeah. pain from the chilli and to get Tim as a twofer.
3: <laughs> and a he's bonus. just going,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. I love Vegas.
1: What a win. What a win in Vegas 7, for
0: 7 PM Ando. 7pm on Channel 9. Uh, you can check it at at, uh, at 9 now. This weekend. This uh, Sunday. A little eating revenge from you.
1: Did get a bit of eating revenge. Mm. And... Um, the, our, our My Big Bold Business Idea. Yeah. It's, it's as dumb as an idea I've ever heard, Jacko. Anyway. <laughs> good fun. And good fun good. for the whole family. It's a great television event, <laughs> Sunday night, Channel 9. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. Listener.